0: You really should reconsider. You really should. Yeah. I mean, just for the rest of us. Like, I understand your point yesterday, how you were saying that, you know, why don't you have a Google Pixel endorsement? Yeah. That's a a good point. However, you're ruining the station. Mm Mm-hmm. For everybody. (laughs) Straight up. I mean, yeah, we and can't will, do things with you. We I will stay on my island then. Yeah, you are. You're not going to be in the group chats it's with fine. us. When we're talking about, it's, if it's like Lakers in the NBA finals, yeah. last five seconds of the game, <laughs> yep. you're not involved. Got to be honest. Stick to my Google Pixel and
1: I will only hang out with my Sleep, Android This could be users. your P2
2: moment. <laughs> this, this could be your P2 moment where you say, you know what? Upon further review, I much like I was not listening to the the, yeah. the information you were giving me was the right information. I, I may just, have been wrong. It just wasn't going in yeah. until I learned it for myself. I think that if you did blue bubble yourself, yeah, and came back to the fold, you'd be like, yeah, this is a lot better.
0: So, why does an Android come out with an app? It's not Android. It? This, is, it's this is an
2: Apple thing. It's an Apple thing. No,
0: no, no. Android come out with an app. I, we're Apple. Apple of everyone here. But, Apple. But do you know no, that it is an Apple thing? I don't care.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Android still got
1: to come up with something. Right. That's what Android
0: coming up with an app that yeah. allows you to be a blue bubble with everybody else. Like somehow, I don't know how that works. I'm not a I don't technological either. person, but create an app. We were reading
1: an article yesterday on WhatsApp. Yeah, then like, then you we want us to go on another app?
3: No, no, that's a lot of work. Your article from ZD, who the hell is ZD? (laughs) Don't worry, he sent a bunch of other ones. But again,
4: my statement is, I will believe it when I see it. Yeah.
2: You ruined the station. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. All right, one more quick one here for you, yeah, Greg. Uh, Philly Phil, if you had a chance to Mother go on Mitchell. Family Feud with anyone else at the Ooh. station, who are the three or four other? You would pick four others because you're on it. You get yeah. five on Family Feud. Who are you picking?
0: Okay, so that's oh, that's tough. Okay, so I know, first of all, 100% John Ireland is in that group. Okay. He knows everything about everything. He has the, mo- the most amazing mind I've ever seen. Um I'm going to go. Is he good on the fly like that, too? Yes. That's like that's his jam. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Um, I'm going to put Cappy in there because there's always a weird answer. Oh, that's a great point. It's not always like the No, you need the ones where there's only three people that that chose him.
2: That's it. Exactly. And
0: Cappy is going to come up with that answer, so he has to be in there. Um, Did you ever see it's? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I love that show.
4: Dragon.
0: <laughs> Did you ever see the episode she's talking about? I don't think I saw that one.
4: Which they play family fight or whatever, yeah. and it's obviously family feud. And uh, they go around and they have the last answer is always one person's answer, and it's always crazy. It's because Charlie had gotten interviewed. What's animal? So the thing is, what's an animal that we eat that doesn't eat us? And he goes, dragon. <laughs> And then it's like, and it ding. pops up with one,
1: yeah, and, and he didn't put way. it together that he was interviewed for it. It's
4: my favorite. It's always study episode. I always go back so to it all good. the time. And he he also is like amazed by cottage cheese. He'd never seen it before, and so he like gobbles up a bunch of cottage. cheese. If you've never so, seen cottage yeah. cheese before and you oh. saw it for the first time, you no. wouldn't
2: think I'm going to eat that.
4: Well, no. you're not Charlie Day. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: Charlie Day is amazing.
4: What's is that his name in the show or is that just the actor's name?
0: It's, that's his real name. I He's Charlie a, on the show, yeah, yeah. but I don't know if it's Charlie something. Okay, else. who else you take? Okay, so. That's, more. that's two. I get two more. I'm gonna go with Sedano okay. because he is also has a lot of knowledge and he's good at Family Feud. I've actually seen him play, and he's good at Family Feud. And then I'm sorry, Slee, but I'm gonna go with Travis because okay. in that same sense, Travis knows a lot about a lot of things.
4: Greg, you're leaving off a very important inch deep and a, and a mile wide, people. Greg.
2: Do I? My knowledge is an inch deep and a mile wide. Right, you
0: got it
4: all over. Got a little
2: point. bit on everything. You're I leaving
4: went... off any lady because you're going to have have answers that oh. women That's understand. That's a good point. Okay, all
0: Maybe right. It was all right. All right. All Maybe was a Ramona. Maybe today. No, 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 no. no. I was Lindsay. trying. To, I was trying to just do hosts, but I guess I can go back. I'm going to put Emily on there and take off Sedano. We already have Cappy, so I'm going to have Ireland, Ireland, Cappy,
2: Trav, and Emily. Who's the caps the anchor right? But like also, he's the, he's the one at the end because that's when it gets weird when you get down to the end of the line. Well,
1: you need those no, A- at yeah. the end. You got to have
0: people on the spot here,
2: especially oh, the for second sure. person. For so sure,
0: I so actually want on. Ends, I want the people that are going to be like the regular answers. I want Cappy more. You want him in the middle? I want him in the middle or huh. back in the back. Probably like the strategy. fourth fourth instead of the fifth okay. because it's going to come around to him more often. So I want to see him. I want to see. make sure he gets that answer. The in. cat picks but the best pick. Didn't, I didn't think about Emily and how often she goes to trivia and has so much trivia knowledge. So, yes, you should be But it's be not like... Look, I, I would do good at Family Feud, because Family Feud's
1: not technically trivia. But my like, trivia has a Family Feud. This surveying a yeah, hundred right. people and the most popular answers, right? Yeah, so yeah, but you not... have a pixel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then,
2: you ruin yeah, you ruined the station. You on Family Feud. You're, you're, your decision-making has already been thrown into question, right? So I don't know if <laughs> if we can trust you moving forward. Yeah, you do need a woman, though. You need, yeah, you need that different right. point of view. Very yeah. right. Yeah. And also- I have,
4: Sorry, I have another Asperg. but uh, you ready for it? Yep, sure. All right, so this one's from MVP Otani Protection Agency. So <laughs> that's name. his, uh, he has his plane. So is there something that, that your kid likes that you hate, but you will always do it for her?
0: Oh, so many things. Um, but so the biggest one, and it's going to happen this weekend, and I'm already dreading it. I hate scary movies. I'm just not a scary movie guy. I don't like watching them. Come I don't on. find them. You can like them. You're well more than welcome to. I'm not the guy that likes to sit and watch scary movies. Riley absolutely loves scary movies, and so last week, she just said, next week, we have to go see... Space
2: Night Swim? Man. Night Swim. That looks terrifying. Ooh, that's have, a good one. It's I a good one, no, though. Did you see it?
4: I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard great things, uh, and I'm really excited about it. I have no, is great. I have
0: no interest in seeing this movie, but I have to go take it, because she's her mom's not going to take her. She said, You're, you have to take me. I'm like, oh, I'm going this weekend now, and I just <laughs> I have to. I don't have a choice. She, she put Just me in the corner. wait that
4: imaginary friend? There's one that's like an imaginary bear. Like that. It, Ted? It, no. It's a bear that is possessed by a demon, but they have this whole thing where like you have imaginary friends, then you lose your imaginary friend, but they're actually demons. That movie's going to be scary. That's dude. dark. That sounds
2: most yeah. 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 terrifying. <laughs> mes- terrifying. Go right. see it on.
0: Oh, and by the way, it's Charlie Kelly. Thank you Sam. Right, Some, Charlie Kelly, Charlie Kelly. Yeah. That's the character? Yeah.
2: Okay. Charlie Day's character. Charlie director. Day plays Dragon. Charlie Kelly.
4: Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> Dragon. Well,
0: it's a great episode. You're ruining this.
1: Great episode. So,
2: Berg, Berg did breakfast burrito for breakfast, yeah. sushi lunch, big steak dinner. Yeah. Oh, that um, sounds like a great day. The, the, and the the game is no you're not going to feel bad, you don't have to worry about gaining. What well, you just you, you, for one day you have a magic pass where you can eat whatever you want. You don't get full, you don't get sick, nothing. Right. You just can go for it. So
4: I'm gonna go with my breakfast is gonna be a bacon egg and cheese bagel like but it's a cheese bagel like an Asiago cheese bagel toasted right and like a New York. What is toasted right? So toasted or not toasted? So like if it's a light
3: toast, yeah, light
4: toast. toast If I'm making it at home, but honestly. I am gonna go back on this. If I'm in New York, I'm not toasting that bagel whatsoever. A good bagel doesn't need to be toasted. So if it's here in LA, sorry, I'm gonna toast that bagel because that bagel's not that good. Um, and then I'm gonna have hash browns <laughs> on the side. But hash browns in the style of the McDonald's hash browns, not like the ones you had to eat with a fork, like the ones that Denny's. come from like Trader Joe's.
2: The D- no, D- uh, Trader Joe's is the closest knockoff to yeah. that I've seen and they're really good.
4: And then I'm gonna have a vanilla ice latte uh oh, damn with that as well. Okay. So that's my that's my breakfast. Ooh, that's a- that's my, a lot. I
2: didn't I go like fully it. into this. you yeah.
4: like
1: de- got a lot of details here.
2: By the way, my, I'm still mad about the, the details are what matters, yeah. Lee. This <laughs> is I, I, I love this.
4: My lunch is going to be um, okay. I know this is not a popular opinion. Baja but Blast. I freaking love this style of sandwich. I love chicken salad. I no. will go find the best chicken salad. I'm very particular about my chicken salad as well. And do you so like get,
2: the Waldorf ones with like the apples and no, stuff no, that's not That not is where deal? I turn the okay. I, have, well, I have I have no okay. just, fruit asking, in that. just asking strawberries, uh,
4: <laughs> But I, I yeah, no fruit in my chicken salad, no okay. nuts in my chicken salad. Okay. But I like a very uh you know, very white person like salad.
2: mayonnaise and celery and onions? Yeah,
4: yeah, but like okay. there's, there's certain places that do well apples and apples certain and nuts places nuts that all don't. Um, <laughs> but on a, um, a Are you toasted that?
2: just flick them in your mouth from across the table <laughs>
4: but a toasted baguette um, with um, uh, cheddar cheese and then a soft pretzel and broccoli cheddar soup so the Ooh, the, the sandwich gets dipped in broccoli cheddar soup the pretzel gets dipped in broccoli cheddar soup and usually that drink would probably be a Baja Blast yes
2: you know like sometimes you hear something you're just like I didn't even know that I could do that and your mind just gets do, expanded like, like so... dipping things into broccoli cheese soup is I need to try that sooner than later it's that's a when I go to Panera soup, Bread. that's a yeah. great Choice. I
4: always dip my sandwich in it until the sandwich is done, and then I dip my baguette <laughs> in it until that is done, and then I eat the rest of the soup. It's amazing. It's the best thing. All
2: right, dinner. We uh, need dinner to go to lunch. Be... I just want to be a part of this. I, yeah, this is well thought out.
4: Dinner is going to be very crispy, crunchy, not too big buffalo wings. And buffalo sauce with ranch, extra ranch. I know you guys aren't ranch people, but I'm a ranch person. And I'm going to get as many wings as I can put in my mouth. Until you're full. And then uh, french fries, but like crispy, crunchy, but like a little seasoned french fries. You know, not like... I'm sorry, like In-N-Out French fries, but it's like ones with a little seasoned on it. Yeah. And then uh, beer with that. So, like a lighter beer, like a mango cart beer, uh, and then a pizza. No one's beef a I know.
1: That's. Because I'm going to basically just burrito. <laughs> 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 that's a pizza. Cheese, <laughs>
2: pizza.
0: Pizza.
1: I mean, that's literally. Yeah. Look,
2: it's not an Slight accident that I asked her first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, it's like she, the greatest the, answer the, possible. The, the, the right. only one that is more—I uh, shouldn't say more—equally interested in this topic is Emily that I am. So we'll, we'll, we're going to go around. We'll get your burrito and sandwich coming up Literally. here a little bit. <laughs> Saw my answers. Good job, Em. That, by the way. The chicken salad wouldn't be my... But everything else, I'm like, yeah, that's not so bad. My favorite sounds-
4: sandwich in the world is chicken salad from Wawa.
2: I like, l- like I it, but it wouldn't it. be my first choice. Yeah.
4: So,
0: so one thing for you, try I am still very upset. I even told Sleeve to on the break, I'm still very upset with me saying eggs for the most important thing i'm 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 upset what? with myself i'm actually like, egg whites it's, it's egg replacement. it's in my brain and i can't get rid of like it. i upset. told you
2: in the moment egg is wrong
0: it's wrong it was wrong and I'm in, i am fully admitting i was like, wrong we're, we're all right coming sorry. together yeah, everybody right, is
2: admitting that they're wrong we're gonna sleep you're I'm gonna done. be a blue bubble guy by the end of the day <laughs> sorry, we got can it.
0: you just say you're wrong you can stay in the, on a google pixel but you can you just say i'm wrong okay uh, no <laughs>
2: All right, uh, we're going to go back to the Dodgers. Brandon Gomes, their GM, was on a podcast in New York talking about something that we haven't even played. They haven't even reported. It's still January. Pitchers and catchers haven't even reported, and I'm tired of hearing this. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature 8 Corner Pizza and get $5 off with code 8Save. That's the number 8, SAVE. Jets Pizza.
2: Better because it has to be.
1: Nobody's gonna have a better answer than him on those
2: I'm gonna try. Choices. And
4: I've gotten some chicken salad wrecks from people like DMing me or, or tweeting at me, and I love that. I will try all of your chicken salads, but Keep in mind, if you give me a chicken salad with some fruit in it, I am You're blocking you. You're out. <laughs> I don't like the fruit in it.
2: My buddy G-Fish. This is the show of G-Fish today. He got an Ask Berg on. I made fun of him for having flat tires, and he just texted me. He goes, "His he's a chicken salad fan as well. M toasted sourdough. He says, yes. GTFO.
4: Yes. Shouts out to G-Fish.
2: <laughs> it's next level. It's pretty good. Well, you know, it's, it's the little things, Slee. It's the little extra thing that you get. And you go, that made that a little better. Like for Emily, it's not having apples and But the I chicken did not no,
1: I was gonna know. I was going to say the, the fruit, she's very against. That little crunch that it
2: offers. It's a little bit of an apple, too. It's like sometimes it's a little bit of a sour apple, and it's like that sweet and sour thing in that moment. It's pretty It, it can be good. It. Do you like it? Because I, I like it. I do like it. Yeah, I like it. I like I it both.
4: Like, I don't like savory with my sweet.
2: I, I like it both ways, but if it's got the apples in it or the walnuts, like I, I'm I'm cool. I, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Cool. Yeah.
4: I'm not a nut person. it's
2: good saying. No? Not anything? Not mm. even ca- Almonds? Peanuts? Nope. Cashews? Nope. nope. Nothing.
4: Not a nut person. I'm I do like of... Indian food and so I'll ha- there are a lot of nut based yeah, Indian yeah. dishes, yep. but it's not like it's like all over it, you know? I'm you just know not a nut person. You know we the... basically
1: have there's like there's literally some of our um rice dishes. And we don't typically do it, but it, it is also popular. They throw so much nuts and like raisins in there. I love raisins. And in my head I'm like, why are we why am I eating trail mix with my <laughs> with my rice? <laughs> I'm having Sounds a good. Trail mix. A lot of people like it. I I don't want raisins in my rice. Okay. A little bit of nuts,
3: maybe a little bit, but I, typically good. I don't do the You Put them
2: in, leave them out. I'm going to yep. eat the rice one way or the other. You said you went yeah. to Maita's party.
3: So I so Maitha got invited to one of her classmates' parties, and he's uh, Indian. And I, I got fooled because they they set up this room, you know, with food and all stuff. And I saw a bunch of Lucille's bags. You know, I'm like, oh, we're going to have barbecue. barbecue. Gonna yep. have, it's going to be good. And then we get in there. They start taking, you know, the the foil uh, stuff out. They they put it on the table, and then they have pizza for the kids and whatnot. And then the kid's mom, Viraj, uh, says, um, "Hey, would you guys uh, like to try some Indian food?" You know, and I'm like, "Oh, I thought it was barbecue." Like in my head, you know. And I'm like, yeah. I, "I open." It. She's like, "Yeah, we got some butter chicken. We have some. It was like some a spinach tikka masala. Oh, yeah. The, yep, it was the, a spinach, spinach with cottage cheese. About. Yep. Oh, dude, they had it with bread, like with pita bread, white rice." It was delicious, man.
2: If you put a bag of lawn clippings in a pita, I did it. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just in. Right, anything that you can scoop with that pita, that's a uh, hard. Okay, to beat.
1: real quick on that. Yeah, when's the last time you've gone to an Indian restaurant, or is that not something you guys frequent?
3: We don't frequent it. Okay. So like I, I, man, it's been a, a one long of these time. times. Go. Okay,
1: Indian
2: food.
3: No, and then, and then- Full of flavor. Yeah.
1: So much yeah. flavor. And you could get it. I don't know how much you like spice. Their spice level it is up. freaking yeah. next level.
2: Breaking NBA yeah. news. Big you kind stuff. of spoke this into existence, Lee. The Indiana Pacers are finalizing a trade to acquire all-star forward Pascal Siakam in a deal that will send Bruce Brown, Jordan Nwora, and three first-round picks to the Toronto Raptors. New Orleans will be a third team in the deal, sending Kira Lewis to the Raptors. So Siakam to the Pacers that we were talking about, uh, what, an hour or so ago? Yeah. Uh, it looks like that is just about to get done and three first-round picks. So if the going rate for really good players is three first-rounders, uh-oh. <laughs> If that's the price, the Lakers don't have the the assets.
1: Well, Siakam's um, that that's a that's a big time deal
2: for the Indiana Pacers. And They're kind of going for it. Halliburton and Siakam. I like it. I, look, yeah, I,
1: I'm I'm a fan of you know some of these markets that are smaller. Um, and if you watch them at all this year, and I know we haven't seen a lot of them, but kind of some chippiness with them and the Milwaukee Bucks. They're trying to get into that conversation with. Uh, the the Celtics and the and, and Milwaukee and Philly Rick Carlisle uh, good coach excellent coach obviously yeah. uh, one has won an NBA championship but it's good news that Siakam's staying in the east he's not yeah. coming to the west it, it's good news that he's not going to the Dallas Mavericks or the Sacramento Kings or one of those teams um, but that's, that's a big time move right there. That, uh,
2: that's big time. that news that I just read right there, uh, courtesy of none other than your guy Woj Sleep. So Woj gets credit for that one. I want to play this for you. This is Brandon Gomes, mm-hmm. who's the general manager for the Dodgers. We don't talk much about him because Andrew Friedman is the president of baseball operations and... I, I think we all understand, rightfully so, that he's the one that's kind of got his hand on the wheel. It's they, like
4: talking about the OC for the Rams. Like,
2: it, that's yeah, Sean McVay. Yeah, Sh- Sean McVay is in charge of the Rams offense, just like Andrew Friedman is in charge of the Dodger roster. And Not, not that Brandon Gomes doesn't have a voice, but the decisions come down to Andrew Friedman and and the money. I want I want you to listen to this, Lee, because there's something in here that made me go, all right, we, we can't be starting this already. This is Brandon Gomes on the New York Post podcast.
5: I think it's all about, do you have guys that you feel like can get you through 162, And then the team that's going to go out and perform at a high level in that playoff format. And we feel like we've, that's certainly been our goal, um, over the years. And this year, we feel like it's a good blend of like very high talent in the rotation and, uh, (laughs) the in the lineup. And it's a balanced lineup. So, you know, it's about going out and in those moments are guys playing the way they're capable of. And look, last year we did it. Um, so I think our guys are really hungry and, and excited to get out there and uh, get back at it.
2: That's my fault. I played the wrong one. <laughs> I want to play the other one. That's on me. This is the part that I want you to listen to. Forget you ever heard that. Listen to this.
5: Every year for us, our expectation is to win the World Series. And if we don't win, it's we're crestfallen, right? We're, we're disappointed. Our fans are disappointed. It hurts for a long time. So I don't really see any difference. From this year to last year or the year before, uh, each year we're trying to put out as talented of a team as possible. And yes, we've had a splashy off season, but I think we all know from watching the game, like it doesn't guarantee anything. So we are putting out the best possible team we can this year and in the future. And hopefully that brings championships. That's our goal. And we just live in a sport where that doesn't necessarily guarantee us anything.
2: Okay, said it twice. Doesn't guarantee us anything. I know he's he, he, that Baseball in the postseason is the crapshoot. It's all the things we've talked about. I don't want to hear it because he talks about, I don't see any difference. There's a huge difference. A huge difference. He wears number 17. He's the best player in the world. They have Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who might be one of the four or five best pitchers in the world, he's on your team. You have Mookie Betts, who is an MVP caliber player in his prime. You have Freddie Freeman, who's an MVP caliber player in his prime. You have Max Muncie, who could hit 40 home runs and nobody would be surprised. You have a promising young player in center field in James Outman. You have an all star catcher. You have every single piece to the puzzle that you could want is there. I know it's true, but I do not want to hear that. Well, you know, when you get to the end of the line, you just cross your fingers and anything can happen, nobody's guaranteed. You've you've come as close to a guarantee as you can have. Stop saying that. So what should he say? Don't say that. Say any look, we have the best team. We should win the World Series. Anything less than that is an incredible disappointment.
1: So I, I think he I think everybody knows that that anything less than a World Series. It? But I'm 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 confused here because if I told you right now, I mean, I'm I'm trying to take our conversations about the Dodgers, and our conversations about the Dodgers. A lot of the times, it's anything can happen come postseason. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen in the playoffs. I'm just, I'm, I'm. I guess what I'm confused about is what you want him to say. What, what if? Try, try to kind of clarify. I want him to
2: not say that. I, I'm tired of the. We've been through it too many times with the. Hey, listen. We put the best team on the field. We do the best we can. We build a roster, and then when you get to the line, you know nothing's guaranteed. Do you I, want? Do you want
1: Dave Roberts
2: to do what he did? No, I, I'm not a year looking for a specific sense. What I'm saying is, I don't mm-hmm. want to hear anymore about the randomness of it. it. It doesn't matter because if it were just as random as they're all describing. Then occasionally you'd be on the right side of it. If it's that random, why is it never random in your favor? And the fact that we're we're still a month away from pitchers and catchers, basically, right? The fact that it's already a part of their script, right, makes me feel like you're already in the back of your minds thinking about well, because there is no scenario where they don't make the playoffs. It they've done the thing that's virtually impossible: guarantee themselves a spot in the tournament, right? not only guarantee themselves a spot, very, very, very likely guaranteed themselves the top spot in this tournament. You can't just say, well, okay, here we go again. I, no, not here we go again. Let's go in there with a, we're going to smash this thing. Let's go in there with a, we all know it's true, but just acknowledging the truth of it all, it just seems unnecessary to me. It seems, it's boring, it's tired, it's So repetitive. if they said,
1: let me just, let me, let me, change the script a little bit. He comes out and says, you know, we're by far going to be the favorites coming into this year. Um, we like that we're the favorites. Go look at our roster up and down. We don't have many holes. And everyone's going to chase the Dodgers this year. Want me to say that? Sure. Because I'm, I'm just saying that, does that change I, you're, you're the You're not narrative? hearing
2: me. I, I don't want to hear. I don't care what else they say. Yeah. I don't want to hear about the randomness. They could list off their favorite colors. Fine. They could talk about the best way to the ballpark. But all I hear
1: a- from baseball fans is the randomness.
2: I don't want to hear it from them. I'm not talking about baseball fans. I'm talking about the Dodger executives who, for years, mm-hmm. have been playing this same song to me about, we put together the best team, and then when we go into this, yeah. the randomness of it all. I, I know. But Stop is telling me. But the
1: same me. Dodger executives that say that, that Dave Roberts is making decisions. So why are you taking... <laughs>
2: that's a good point I, i'm just saying like, don't
1: I, I think their script is their script but don't take it oh, bible
2: I, it bothers me it, it it really bothers me that let's just go out there and acknowledge the truth of there is no <laughs> there is no landing spot other than you won the world series or this was a ginormous colossal that. No, no, failure
1: that that part i think nobody's going to argue that's
2: oh, very about. random al
3: Very random. Once you get in there, anything could happen. You know, short series. Apples are delicious in there. (laughs) Can you give it another try? Let me see if I'm understanding you right. So you're saying that they shouldn't be saying that because they go and get all these guys who we know are going to be great. Otani's going to be great, number 17, whatever. We got one of the best pitchers, like you said, Yamamoto. We go and get these guys, or they go and get these guys, but they're not confident that they might accomplish something I I
2: just don't know why it has to be a part of their opening act. Right, I don't. Huh. Why is the opening act? Maybe they in, believe in, in the in, baseball gods. <laughs> maybe, <too. laughs> maybe, Honestly. maybe. By the way, that's the say, best explanation I've heard they so just far.
1: Also, don't want to say we're gonna freaking smash through everybody. It, Look what we did this offseason. I don't expect on top them to of of say, the say that either.
2: But you're opening like, hey, uh, you know, you wake up, you crack your knuckles. It's like we're gonna. All right, we're headed to Camelback Ranch here in a few weeks, and hey, don't forget about how random the playoffs are. What, really? Now, come on, man. Let's let's
1: let's. I I have a feeling if he said if he was overconfident, you would have said, "Well, now you're angering the baseball gods." Uh,
2: Maybe, maybe. I, I I don't want. I do not want to hear about the randomness of any of it. I I just. You don't get that. You don't get that. You have, you have used your randomness get-out-of-jail-free card, card way too often. The print has worn off of it. It, it. it means nothing to me anymore. Paul in Huntington Beach is there. Don't go anywhere, Paul. I want to talk to you. Everybody wants to hear from Paul. That's coming up in just a little bit. But first, Factor Cap. Coming up next is Travis Slee 710 ESPN.
6: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
4: Hey guys, I'm really craving some chicken, chicken salad, salad. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel like... right now, and it's also kind of hard for me to make it home the right way. I always have like specific places. Yeah.
2: That's a but. Quite honestly, um, chicken salad is like that's a that's a an itch that you can scratch. Yeah. Like that that's not it's not super expensive. Right. You can find it in a lot of different places. Like if your itch is, I want tuna belly from Nobu. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of a of a tougher itch but to scratch.
4: It's hard for me to get like the one that I want, you know. <laughs> I, like, get very I get specific. it. I get Like even when I make it at home, like it just it doesn't hit. Let it. me ask you
2: this. The Let's say you get from
1: Nobu. Yeah. Is delivered to Albertson's. Your Albertson's.
2: <laughs> Let's say you get eighty percent of the sandwich you want. It's yeah, not. pretty fine. Are you Are you good? Or can you move on? Or just like, no, now I just need to get the right one more. I,
4: I think if the rest of the sandwich is satisfying, I think it's fine. Uh, so it's not, I, I honestly feel like if I was back east, I could do like a blind taste test, like blindfold it, and tell you which chicken salad is from Wawa. That's how good it is.
2: <laughs> I am on a first name basis with the sushi chef at Albertson's down, and I'm not kidding. Oh,
1: I'm not nobody's questioning that
2: i didn't uh, to him is. your jersey too i've been going like three days a week for lately it's it's a lot anyway
4: <laughs> all right so earlier in the show i told this story about my friend Yoshi. who um <laughs> who met someone at an ayahuasca retreat and then ended up like going moving to australia with him for a little bit and then back to the united states quit her job went back east all over the place every time i meet with her i would not see her maybe for like six weeks, and every time I see her again, she has just some crazy story to tell, and it's always super entertaining. So you have that one crazy friend that you love, Travis Fettercap.
2: A hundred percent fact, and here's what I'll say. If you don't have that person in your life, you need to go find one because they're awesome. They're wild cards. I, I have a couple that no matter what they told me they were into, I believe it, and it's going to be great. And one of them is a guy that is—I uh, don't know—put this very, very successful at meeting people, shall we say, and always finds himself in these wild predicaments because of his. Uh
4: is he like Forrest Gump, where he just kind of
2: no, no? People love him. They are they invite him to things, they include him in things, and he just finds himself in all of these. De- Some of it's them, G-fish. Uh, <laughs> it's not G. Fish. Some of them are a little scary, but they're all awesome. And then I got another buddy who just is always in that dude. Why did you do that? like just a bad decision maker? But it's always an adventure that I like to hear about after the fact. I don't want yeah. first guy. I want to be with second guy. I don't. Both awesome.
1: Ow? Fact, and it's only one crazy friend. Like, I don't have multiple of them. And I love him, yeah. There's plenty of times I also hate him. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You know? (laughs) Figure out your stuff. He's a wild card. And I think there's times where, we've talked about this before, if you're going to invite that friend, there's always going to be one or two people like, hey, this is either going to change this weekend in a good way or in a bad way. I'm going to be more conservative and say, are we sure we want to invite this friend? And even if they say yes, then it's like, okay, well, are we sure we want to invite this friend?
3: There's a wild card. Usually you have it. He's still a good dude, so
1: I love the guy, but yes.
3: alright. Yeah, same here. Uh, this guy just recently went to a – he took a random Vegas trip, and he calls me like the night before. Hey, bro down to go to Vegas tomorrow? I'm like, no. Like, like <laughs> why? Like, I have things to do. Like, don't you have work? He's like, ah, it's, it's cool. Like, it's a long weekend anyway. Like, I'm, I'm good. But just the fact that they can do things like your friend, Emily, where they can just decide, like, hey, screw it. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to go and have fun, enjoy the weekend, or whatever it is. Those decisions, I'm like, dude, I can't make those anymore. I
2: I, I can't either. My, my guy... <laughs> Is he would tell these stories when I first got to know him, and he was like, he's the craziest guy in the world. I'm like, that, that's not true. He may tell you that, but that's not true. There, there's no way. And then I got to know him. You go out to a bar, and I've never met somebody that's more magnetic for the opposite sex than he is. And he's good-looking, but it's not like he's George Clooney or Brad Pitt. He's good-looking, but it's, it's unreal. They just whoosh right to him immediately, and – Half hour later, it's like see you guys later. And later that night, they're in Vegas. They're in Sandy. It's like they just met. That like what? What in the world is happening? It's it's a, a world. It's un. It, it is a different world, that's and different that's world. well said.
4: All right. So um, there was this girl that let's just say she was not the nicest person to me in high school, and you know we were. Everyone is following each other on Instagram. Uh, At my age, you know, in high school, you follow each other. And I don't really purge my following very often. So I keep those people in high school. I'll I'll see their stuff occasionally pop up on either my Facebook or my Instagram. And (laughs) I don't necessarily, I don't keep up with her in the terms of, like, I will message her or anything. I just, when her stories pop up, I watch them. And I just want to see... What's going on in her life and in terms of like is my life better than her? <laughs> so yes, her she's having her wedding this coming up weekend and it's a blizzard. So it's like
2: <laughs> you're like smell harder. Emily. So you
4: <laughs> keep up or keep tabs on someone who was mean to you in high school. Alf cap?
1: Uh definitely cap. And maybe because I'm a lot older than you. So that's just, you know, we're talking over twenty years ago now that I graduated high school. But I don't think it's, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, I think it's almost better that they have no real estate in your head, you know. So cap for those reasons, and let's take high school out of the question. If somebody is disrespectful, this that, you just kind of take them out of your life, not really pay attention to what what they're doing, and worry about yourself is probably the better uh, solution on that.
4: Don't worry, I worry about myself too, <laughs> <laughs> Travis.
1: I
5: know you do.
2: Um, no, I, I, honestly, I had. I don't know how to say this without sounding like an. Uh, oh, I almost said a word that I shouldn't say. Um, without sounding like a jerk, I, I had a a great high school experience. People weren't mean to me. I, 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 if anything, I was the one that people are now secretly hoping terrible things happen to. Right? That I, I, I don't like to say it, but I, I wasn't a bully. I was bully adjacent, shall we say? Right? Not a full bully, but I could have been nicer. That's a hundred percent true. Um, I could have been more inclusive, shall we say, um, but no, and, and like Slee, if I do have somebody that I don't care for, I just, boom, they don't exist. They, they just, I drop the curtain and that's it.
3: All right, Jorge? I, no, I'm cap on this one. I don't keep up with guys or people like that from high school anymore because one of my coaches, I was 20, no, I was yeah, 20 years old. You know, two years after high school, whatever. And then one of the things he told me, he's like, you know, part of the, part of life is like you got to evolve and change who you were in high school because you're going to grow and you're going to start chasing things that you really got. They're going to shape you to the man you're going to be. So what you got to do is people like that that always put you down or always, you know, bullied you or whatever, talk bad about you. You got to flush them down the toilet because that's where they belong. Mm. And, I like that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. Like it just—it's one of those things that stuck with me. He's like, "Cause you're worth more than whatever they've told mm-hmm. you. They put it's you down. It's great advice. Who knows how they're gonna end up? But at the, same, you know, at the end of the day, it's your life. And if you want to keep them, like he says, rent-free in your head, then go for it. But if not, mm-hmm. just you know, flush them down the toilet. And- I do enjoy
4: <laughs> seeing her wedding blizzard. I was just—I was just gonna say, it fl- still makes me happy. Fl- flip it.
2: What <laughs> if she was marrying? This guy that that was intelligent and kind and handsome, and it was this perfect wedding. It's 75 degrees. There's not a cloud in the sky. Everybody's having the time of their life. Does it bother you?
4: No, I okay. just think, it's and honestly, I don't even, like, super, like, I don't seek it out. I'm not, like, I'm not looking at this person's name every time. It just, sometimes Instagram puts the algorithm up, <laughs> makes me a little happy that this is happening here. I uh, respect the
2: hater in you, you know that. Yeah. Uh,
4: okay, so, also, speaking of high school, it's 10 years ago today that I got my acceptance letter to UVA, and I decided that that's where I was going to go to school, and it was really great. But I remember the feeling of, like, I knew the early decisions had come out, and so I er- applied early decision to UVA, and so I'm, I'm racing home. I'm getting on my computer. I'm figuring out what
2: So this was all online, like all of yeah, yours, so yeah, yeah. I'm not
4: gonna get in a mate, but I'm raising my computer, I'm waiting for it to happen. It was after our swim meet, mm-hmm. and so I'm like still on my swim stuff, and I get the congratulations, it's great, amazing. It's awesome. So you just feel this awesome feeling. So you remember the feeling of a decision that changed your life. So not just that okay, this is I chose to work here, but the feeling of it. Jorge Fettercat.
3: Absolutely. Uh, I finished my internship of, you know, radio and television in Mount Zach, And I met with the program director and he asked me hey man what are your plans after this and I said I want to work here looked him dead in the eye I said I want to work here and this is what I want to do for a living and he says okay he's like how long till you finish school uh, I said I don't know a month month and a half Yeah. he's like go ahead and do that and then once you're finished give me a call and we'll get the paperwork going and you know welcome aboard and I was like man I drove home that day like, f- oh yeah and then as soon as school finished you know waited about a week and then I hit him up and the rest is history that's awesome yeah Trav?
2: Almost the same story. Like It, it was a job, right? It, it was the job that I had a job out of school, working down here selling copiers and fax machines. That was, you know... and Which you still do on the side. I still do it occasionally on the side. Um, and I was one of hundreds of people that applied to get this, literally an internship with Jim Rome. Yeah. And I got it. And it changed my life in a million different ways. A million different ways. Economically, socially... Everything changed because I got that job, and it felt like even in that moment, I'm like, "This is a big deal." And like you described, getting that phone call and saying, "Hey, you're the guy. Can you start on whatever?" The and it's just you feel like you're Superman. You're like, "I can do anything, unstoppable."
3: Yeah, anything. Yeah.
1: Um, for me, it's it's actually this job. You know, when I so I was still in sales at Mighty 1090 down in San Diego, mm-hmm. and I knew the Lakers broadcast for the first time in like 30 years was moving from 570 to 710 ESPN. So I started this long process of trying to get a job here. And it's funny because you, you still have some interaction with him. Matt Mallon at the time sure. was running the sales division for us. It was between me and another guy. There was one spot left on the sales side. And they were just kind of putting together the sales team. And it was between me and another guy. The other guy was working at 570 and already had a ton of relationships in the market. Mm. I didn't. I'm coming from San Diego, and I was much younger than him. And I was basically told, like, hey, if we had two spots available, you'd get it. But we only have one. So hang up the phone, and that was kind of like the end of our conversation. Trav, I don't know why, but I was like, I'm picking up the phone. I'm going to call him again. I picked up the phone. I made my last pitch. Yeah. I made my last pitch of like, I know I don't have the context. I don't have this, I don't have that. And when I hung up the phone, eventually, like I think over the weekend or the next week, basically they reached out to me and they're like, hey, we're giving you the job. That feeling, I'm like, yeah I'm untouchable right now yeah it was a, you, know, you, you get those every once in a while but you feel it and it's and it's kind of one of those you know you, there's a complete appreciation all of of these
2: things you know, if you get four or five of those in your life it's pretty damn good because they don't they don't come around very often they're they're good days. Yeah. They're good days. You should have and a martini at the end it, of that they've day. They've been trying to get <laughs> <laughs> and, just... and
4: shouts out to Facebook for reminding me that I was ten years ago today. Awesome. I posted about it. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. That's
2: really cool. No, that 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 is definitely one of those days for sure. All right. Uh, we got some Dodger calls that we want to get to, including the Paul call made. in Huntington Beach. Well, you know, debatable. Um... The Chargers have an opportunity, Slee. So we don't say that very often. They have a real chance yeah. to make a positive impact in L.A. When was the last time you could say that? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. A couple of quick texts slash emails right here. This is a text from uh, Jorge, our pal Josh, downstairs. Uh, oh, yeah, who, what's you up, know, Josh? Of course, he's uh, craft by Smoke and Fire. Um, we, got, we by the way we got a, a la bocita here before too way. long. You have we, a
4: chicken salad.
2: Well, well, it's not about chicken salad. They probably uh, they might have chicken salad down there. I'm not sure. I I can, can't recommend the uh, pastrami Reuben more than that mm. sandwich. Sounds it's amazing. one of the best I've ever had. But M he says I ten thousand percent keep up on the people that were. He uses a word in here that I won't say that were mean to him in, in high, high school. school. So you've got company, M.
4: Maybe I just had more people mean to me in high school than you guys did, but yeah.
2: I maybe I don't know like I I was I was on the other end of that equation it's nothing I'm proud of and I wish I could not have been that but
3: I hope her wedding is
4: beautiful and her dress is super white because of all the snow falling on it. All
2: right, one more uh, tweet here. This is from Optimus Prime Rib, which is a great uh, Twitter handle. The Dodger front office keeps bringing it up because they themselves are also terrified of the pucker factor in October. It feels like the organization as a whole is just counting down the days in dread and hope and pray that they don't fail again. It's become mentally ingrained. That's what I'm – he and I are feeling that the same way. Like, can we just – Move forward. Can we just find a way to to not well, constantly remind ourselves about all the things that didn't work out?
1: What worries you more of the how the last two years went, or
2: yes, the last two years. The the last two years are the crux of my anxiety
1: because it's not like they have not had success and they have not been able to get to the World Series. And even if you take out twenty twenty, push that to the side for a second, they've won. Plenty of playoff games. The last two years has been—you can't even. You know, this is. I I think we we feel this way about the Dodgers. That once the Dodgers get rolling, it's going to be very very tough to stop that train from moving. The problem is you got to get rolling. If you don't give it any momentum, then you got a shot. And that seems like what the Padres or what the Arizona Diamondbacks were able to do in those two years. Oh, you can't tell me that the front office, they feel, they're of course nervous, they're of course scared about it. The only people that I would say that don't give a flying you-know-what about it would be the players that have not played for the Dodgers yet, right? Like, no. Why I, would Otani feel that coming okay, to October? It,
2: it's a great question, and I hope he doesn't. And my my hope is is that what you're saying is what turns out to be true but you've we have all done it. We've all walked into a room where there's bad energy. You're like, "What's going on in here?" Like, "Why is everybody so tight?" Yep. Right? And you just because I because like I do that to a lot of rooms. <laughs> <laughs> but you you have this energy like even if you come in in a good mood and the energy in the room is bad, very mm-hmm. quickly you're like, "I'll just kind of sit here and see, feel this out." Some people can walk right into it, the energy's bad in the room, and they don't give a damn. They're just going to let it rip, and they're going to change the energy of the room. Not everybody can do that. Some people match the energy. Some people change it. We'll see what it is. And with it's the currently
1: t- been matched, the energy. It's
2: been matched, and they haven't been able to figure their way out of it. Let's try a phone call here. Huntington Beach, Paul. Paul, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Paul?
6: Hey, man. Thanks for having my call. I've been laying low all winter. I mean, kind of taking it in. It's been a heck of a ride so far. Yeah, it and- is. You know, with, with Friedman, man, it is so incredibly frustrating, but it's also par for the course. I mean, I, I, it reminded me of when this ownership group took over from, you know, the devil of McCourt, um, you know, cast to his credit, I guess it cuts both ways, was like, we are going to do everything we can to be competitive every year. We are going to be in the mix every year. And that was sort of the talking point. It was never, we're in this to win championships, hard stop. We are in this to win the whole dang thing and can do everything we can to win a championship every single year. And that nuance is important. And they've continued that same nonsense for all these years. And as a result, I mean, 2020 notwithstanding, and we can you know, talk about the validity and, 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 and the, the, the weight behind that championship, it's been you know pretty good, but it hasn't been great. There is no excuse for this darn franchise with the way that they've invested and in the players that have come through that we aren't talking about them the way we do of the Yankees of the late 90s. And here we are again, and Friedman has got this nonsense of, well, you know, we'll see how it all works out in the end. You know what? Look, here in the offseason, between watching football games, I-, I check in on baseball seasons and all that nonsense on MLB Network, and you know who I miss? I miss freaking George Steinbrenner, <laughs> it, he, like, cut people's throats and say we're winning a championship hard stop, and if you don't like it, get the heck out of New York.
2: Well, and, and all right, let, that- let me jump in here, Paul, because there's a lot there. I don't want George Steinbrenner running my team. I don't because there's there's a lot of ground between that and where the Dodgers are. Right, Steinbrenner was. If you, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it every year. We're gonna burn it to the ground every year. That doesn't work either. Yeah, he he used the phrase they continued this. Not it's not nonsense. They've put together a team that has been. Championship caliber or very close to that 11 years in a row. That's not nonsense. What you said about them, you know, not saying we're going to do a championship, hell or high water, we're going to be competitive every year. I'm not going to split that hair the way that he is. They've put themselves in a position to do this 11 years in a row. That's an incredibly difficult thing to do. But what it has done is it's like LeBron James, it's like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or, or any of these guys that are at the very best you're a victim of your own standard. Mm -hmm. That when you win 100 games every year, winning 100 games isn't that cool anymore. Did you win the World Series or not? If you're the Giants or the Padres or the D-backs, it's like, hey, we made the playoffs. We won a series. It's an incredible accomplishment. The Dodgers are, you either win it all or it's a bust. And it's unfair, but it's the reality of it all. And I don't think it's nonsense. I don't think it's, you know, this, we're just trying to be in it. We don't care if we win. I know they want to win. I know they want to win, but... They got to win.
1: Okay, but isn't it, they don't need to tell you our number one goal is a championship. They don't need to tell you that. They don't. Their actions speak louder than their words.
2: This year, yeah, for sure. But
1: even years past. I think we're, and, and this is somebody that's got zero skin in the game for the Dodgers. That's the class of Major League Baseball right now. The Astros, the Dodgers, the Atlanta Braves. It doesn't mean they're successful every single year. It doesn't mean they win a World Series every single year. But is anyone questioning of whether the Dodgers front office wants to win World well, Series I'll go championships? Back.
2: Pretty sure it was. that. Remember, I was like, look, they're is not there? changing anything because everybody's getting paid. Everybody's making money. The ballpark is full. They're selling T-shirts. And aren't
1: they doing everything?
2: I, yes. That, that John's right, but my point is they're also trying to get the best players. They're also... They they're not just running it back saying, Hey, the ballpark's full, we're selling enough jerseys. They are trying to get better every single year. They 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 have been. And and,
1: and listen, and, and even if again, they have not cashed in, nobody said that they has but that they have, but I have a really difficult time of anybody arguing whether the Dodgers are doing everything they can to win a World Series. They're trying. And and
2: and they're failing. But, yeah. I'm,
1: but you can't question if you want to The one make, thing you
2: could question. —is the manager. Yes.
1: W- which is okay. Yeah. That's okay. If they think, no, no, he's our path to win a World Series, and fans are saying, and I know we have said it as well, uh, you no, should try it's not. something different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should try something different because you keep doing that. Making a decision like that, I don't think— that justifies or questions whether that's their priority. It's clearly their priority. I agree and with And their actions are speaking louder than their words. It's not a franchise that's talking. It's a franchise that's saying, look at what we do every single year. And at least they put themselves in that yeah, position.
2: What would you have liked them to do that they haven't, I guess is the way of looking at it. The, and, and the
1: only thing people could say is, yeah, hey, the Seegers, the-, the, the Yeah, but it, they're
2: still winning a ton of games. You still know winning I mean? a ton yeah. of games,
1: but Seeger and Texas winning and Seeger getting MVP is like, okay, well- That was one of the Dodger guys.
2: The Chargers should do the right thing, finally. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. (laughs) With limited-time state, federal, and local rebates, you too could be on your way to as much as $10,000 in savings on new furnace and AC systems, new water heaters, and more thanks to NextGen Aaron and Plumbing. All you have to do is call the NextGen Rebate Hotline at 833-3NEXTGEN, and their rebate team, they're going to help you save every penny possible. So don't pass up on this chance to save up to thousands of dollars. Also, be sure to ask about NextGen's incredible no-payments-for-90-days financing options on a proof credit you heard it right no payments for 90 days that's three months with these financing options and rebates they can significantly drive down your costs. so now is the perfect time to call the home home experts at next gen air and plumbing do not wait these financing options these rebates they will not last call right now 833-3 next gen that's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N